0: We are the plan.
1: If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time.
0: We are Conservative Daily.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. We, uh, we got a lot of stuff to go over with you today. I got to tell you, um, I have been wanting to have Roger Stone on the show for some time. And, uh, for those of you that don't know, he is a staple in the reawaken America tour and has been, I think at every event spoken at every event. And I think most of, you know, if you go back in time that Roger Stone was attacked by the FBI, the the media knew about it. They, They created this circus, uh, where they showed up at his home in the middle of the night and terrorized him. This is prophetic of things to come, things that we've dealt with as a nation for much of the last five years. And it is only intensified with the raid on President Trump and the raid on Mike's phone, Mike Lindell's phone. And so he's going to give us some perspective and talk about what we're dealing with right now. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and bring Roger Stone on the show. Roger, welcome to the show.
2: Joel, thanks for having me. Great to be here.
1: It's great to have you. You know, I want to start by saying this. And by the way, at the end of the show, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for your wife. I'm going to pray for your family. You've been through a lot over the last five years.
2: Yeah, no, there's an understatement. Uh, you know, I've, I, uh, I've been through hell. Um, but I'm actually, even though I'm, I'm maybe financially, uh, and materially poorer today, Joel, I'm much richer because, um, I got reacquainted with the Lord. In other words, I was, uh, I was uh, baptized as a Roman Catholic and I had my first Holy Communion as a Roman Catholic. My confirmation was married in the Catholic church. My mother was, uh, was a church lady. She was adamant about our going to Sunday school and going to mass every Sunday. Uh, but then after college, uh, when I became a very, very successful political consultant and strategist, you know, I started to live the life of a libertine, uh, and I admit it. I was a willful sinner. I lived a wild, wild lifestyle, wine, women, and song. Uh, and um, But when you are faced with the kind of utter personal destruction, uh, and you have the full weight of the federal government against you, and you've done absolutely nothing wrong when the charges against you have been completely fabricated. I mean, how can you lie under oath about Russian collusion when there is no Russian collusion to lie about? How can you lie about contacts with WikiLeaks when there are no contacts with WikiLeaks to lie about? Uh, the whole purpose of, uh, of framing me uh, and then arresting me and the completely unnecessary over-the-top made-for-television manner in which I was taken down was to pressure me to testify falsely against President Trump. I've been a friend of Donald Trump's for 42 years, uh, and they wanted to make my testimony uh, an article of impeachment. Uh, I was arrested in January of 2019. In July of 2019, the FBI came to me with a list of cell phone calls you know here's 26 calls that we know happened between you and donald trump some between your cell phone and his apartment some between your cell phone and his cell phone some between your cell phone and his office all you've got to do uh, is admit uh that this had to do with coordinating with the russians and wikileaks uh and we'll urge the judge in your case to give you no jail time but if you won't cooperate well, then you're going to die in prison. We'll, we'll see to it that you die in prison. Uh, and, I, you know, that's I was staring into the abyss. I had this quaint idea, Joel, that I was going to get a fair trial. I had no idea that the entire system was rigged, that I had an openly hostile judge. I had a jury for a woman, uh, who had been a Democratic candidate for, for Congress in Tennessee who had actually attacked me by name and Donald Trump in her Facebook and Twitter feeds the year before my arrest, attacking me specifically about the very case in which she would later be selected as a juror. But when the judge learned this, she said, well, that's not evidence of bias. Uh, I had I had a hanging jury of hateful uh, Democrats, not a single Republican, not a single military veteran, not a single roman catholic not a single african-american male because they're not terribly trustive of the system uh no i had a i had a jury comprised of angry leftists uh and you could just see the way they looked at me during the trial whenever my lawyer was speaking the judge would openly roll her eyes so that the jury could see it uh it, it was it was a lynching and then i learned afterwards that in Robert Mueller's super secret redacted report, he withheld a section that was only disgorged after a federal judge ordered it, in which he admitted that he had found no evidence, no factual basis to charge me regarding Russian collusion, WikiLeaks collaboration, or anything else. So uh, your life gets turned upside down. You lose everything. I lost uh, my home. We lost our savings we lost our insurance. I was gagged, which is very rare. Not only was I gagged by the judge, every member of my family was gagged by the judge. My lawyers were gagged by the judge, and my supporters were gagged by the judge. What does that even mean? Does that mean if Joel Altman wants to say Roger Stone's innocent, he can't speak? But that would be the, that's what her order said. And when I tried to appeal that, The appeals court sat on it for six months while I was taking incoming damage every day from CNN and MSNBC. And then the appeals court ruled, well, this isn't right. Stone must first ask the trial judge who imposed the gag to remove it. And only then can he send it back to us for judgment. It took six months for them to figure that out. Not that she would ever have done so. So it's a horrific experience, Joe. And had I not been redeemed in the blood of Jesus Christ, had I not seen that I, there was only one way to salvation, had I not confessed my sins and gotten right with the Lord, um, I suspect I'd be dead right now. I wouldn't be on your show.
1: You know, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you, and um, you know, th- this is a path less followed because you didn't. And I have some other questions I'm going to ask you, but I want, I want to talk about this specifically. You didn't do what the FBI asked. You would not betray your friend. You would not lie for the FBI in order to persecute President Trump. You stood your ground and they persecuted you all the way through and you weren't even allowed to speak. You weren't even allowed to talk or defend yourself. You weren't, you weren't even allowed to give your, your opinion. You weren't allowed to, to articulate what was really happening. You couldn't even tell this part of the
2: story. No, no, I, I couldn't and to make it worse, uh, you know the the normal penalty for lying to Congress uh, under oath, which is what I was convicted of. They throw in a witness tampering charge, which is ironic because the witness I allegedly threatened to, to threatened threatened to shoot me in the head. But that text message that they didn't charge him with with witness intimidation, only me. This was the most corrupt investigation in U.S. history. But Mueller had unlimited legal authority, uh, unlimited funds, an unlimited staff. Uh, they made false representations to multiple federal judges. They specifically said, we have probable cause to charge Roger Stone with treason, sedition against the United States, of, of pardon me, conspiracy against the United States, counterfeiting, money laundering millions of dollars. wait, 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 for- wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 counterfeiting? Counterfeiting. where's your printer, Roger? I could use that printer. I thought only the government had that printer.
2: Uh, wire fraud, mail fraud, misprision of a felony before now. They had no evidence of any of those crimes, but a judge gave them access to all of my emails, all my text messages, all my phone calls, and they could find nothing. So they took that material in violation of the law and they gave it to Adam Schiff. And then Adam Schiff fashioned gotcha questions for my appearance before the House Intelligence Committee. Let me give you a perfect example. Mr. Stone, did you get an email from Steve Bannon on August 9th? I don't recall. Ah, yes, you did. Here it is. You lied. Well, let's look at the email. It is nothing but a link to a story in that morning's Washington Post. What what interest would I have in hiding that? It was a matter of public record. No, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that you lied. Now, will you testify against Trump? You won't even have to testify openly against him, they said. All you've got to do is sign this declaration. Well, that was a lie too. You know it was a lie. And as the, the time wound down and as their Russian collusion kept coming investigation kept coming up emptier and emptier, and they realized they had nothing. They just increased the pressure on me, so in the end, uh, normally, the the uh, the sentence for lying to Congress under oath would be somewhere between two and three years. They wanted to give me seven to nine. When you read their sentencing recommendation, it says it said Stone was involved in foreign interference in the election. No, I wasn't. I wasn't charged with that nor convicted of that stone threatened a federal judge no i never threatened a federal judge that's an incomplete false narrative constructed by the the fake news media but they they gave me in their sentence of recognition additional years for crimes that i had neither been charged with nor convicted of joe it's it's kafka-esque i mean it's 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 george orwell stuff uh and i wouldn't bend i, I refuse to bend how would you look yourself in the mirror after doing something like that? This guy, Michael Cohen, he's all over TV this morning saying he's going to take the Trump organization. I've known this guy 30 years. He's a lying scumbag. He's a, a lightweight. Uh, uh, and, he, and he'll say anything to stay out of jail. Let's remember, he was prosecuted for bank fraud and tax fraud that had nothing whatsoever to do with Donald Trump. That's with what they the jail. Went to jail. Right. And now, of course, he's happy to testify against Trump since they caught him with his own crimes. So
1: so he went to jail for that. And then he gets out and he becomes a darling of the Democrats (laughs) because no one, no one on our side will have him. Right. No one on the American side will have him. So go hang out with the communists. It's the only place I can hang out. I'll go hang out over there. I need to make a living. So I'll make a living with the the Democrats. And and I did. I, I saw something about that this morning. Before you go any further, you went through a lot. I, I want to share with everyone, w- what is this?
2: Uh, that is a copy of my I, pardon.
1: And you, you said with, with high regards. Uh, and you I said it with
2: Joe, <laughs> Joe, with high regards. So I uh, that is the piece of paper that saved my life. Uh, and um, I uh, as uh, obviously, I have to make a living. You can go, by the way, to uh, stonezone.com. And go to the store and get your very own, which I will autograph for you, also, if you'd like to get a copy. Uh, I gave a copy of that to Donald Trump uh, in his office in Marlago. Joe, I suspect that that's the copy that the FBI seized in the document raid. I really suspect that. I don't even think. I don't even think it's the original. I think they seized the 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 copy that I gave him as a token of appreciation. I give them to people that, you know, have been good to me. And you've been good to me. You're a friend. Uh, and uh, that's the document. But, again, you reach a certain point in your life in which you become clickbait. Uh, it, it's very weird. We were together, uh, we, we were together uh, in Idaho uh, this weekend. Yep. To get to Idaho, you have to fly into Spokane, so you're in Washington State. I was staying in a little place called liberty lake which i now have been corrected is in washington not in idaho but it's right on the state line uh it's a it's a charming little place but it's basically a gas station a hotel uh a convenience store and a tiny little pizza place that's called uh piccolo cafe it's the only place in town doesn't open until three in the afternoon it's open until nine so uh I ate there. It was extraordinarily good. I mean, really, really good and nice people. Not, not the, not everyone among the clientele was friendly. There were a few communists, but hey, it's a free country as long as you don't come to my table and start cursing. Uh, so I posted something at true social about the fact that you you know that you, you never, you never know where you're going to find really great pizza or I think I said something like great pizza is often found in some of the most unlikely places. I'm I'm sorry, but Liberty Lake, Washington is not the not a not a hot center of Italian Americans. Immediately, I'm attacked by the Daily Beast saying that my reference to pizza is some coded reference to child sex trafficking, which it is most definitely not. When I write about pizza, I'm talking about the food. The delicacy, nothing more,
1: nothing less. Big one. Well, and Roger, in fairness, I want to get this. I want to get this out because when I said, "Hey, look, I'm going to have Roger on," and I was talking to this this group of of Patriots, they go, "Oh, Roger wanted President Trump thrown in jail," and I was like, "No, he didn't. Never happened." So I want to bring this up and have you just put it to bed because.
2: there's a, there's a CGI video out there uh, you can't, in which I'm ranting on the phone. You can't see my mouth. Somebody's put a soundtrack on it. Uh, it. It's illogical. Why would I want the president thrown in jail, the guy who saved my life? Anybody with any kind of video sophistication understands that, Joe, I can have a video made of you saying anything I want and post yeah. It does not make it real. So um, this this is it's been out there. The president's seen it. I've seen it. It, It's pasted together. It's it's nonsense. I have a 42 year uh, record of loyalty. Why? If I were anti-Trump, would I not have agreed to testify against him? Why, Why would I have not saved my own skin instead? I risked going to prison and probably dying there because at age 68 and with asthma. They wanted to send me to a prison where they said there were no COVID cases. In fact, there were over 200. They just hadn't released the test results yet. So that's a fraud, just a fraud.
1: This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. Um, but you can go there and save an additional five percent off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs, and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Yeah, and so I want to—I want people to understand it's a fraud because this is that they call the Roger Stone tapes. And the 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 first time I heard it and saw it, uh, Mr. Producer, put this up for you if you would. Um, a1, a- the Daily Beast ran with this story, and it's it's so preposterous. I have to tell you, it's preposterous. Number one, you are a very brilliant man. You, you're, you're, you're a political strategist to a different sphere. <laughs> and, and for you to have a conversation, a trusted conversation with someone out there that is not a confidant, and to say that the, the outlandish things that were said is—it's not even improbable; it's impossible.
2: Not no, going to happen. I think, they, I, I think what I think what actually happened is they took uh, they took pieces. Once you know, as you know, once you have a sample of someone's voice, matching their voice electronically, you know, digitally is quite simple to do. I think they took what was in fact a rant about Joe Biden, uh, and they mixed it. Uh, this is this is an absurdity. It'll probably come up again, uh, folks. You heard it here first. It, it's it's nonsense, and and I, 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 you know, the Daily Beast. If I burp, they they want to make it a page one story. The pizza story, being a perfect example.
1: Well, and this, they said, and this is what you said, right? Would, would Stone said Trump would regret failing to pardon himself, saying. A good long sentence in prison will give Trump a chance to think about it because the Southern District is coming for him and he did nothing. After his rant, Stone is reported to have turned to the filmmaker and said, oh, obviously, if you use any of that, I'll murder you.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's... It, 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 look, I, I was dealing with these uh, two Danish documentarians. Uh, they followed me around for several uh, years. Um, they have yet to release their documentation, their document. By the way, I've never signed a release, nor did anyone else who they have ever filmed. Um, they wanted me to sign an agreement with them in which they would theoretically have made millions of dollars on their documentary. documentary, And Roger Stone and his family would have made zero. So uh, they're very angry at me because we couldn't come to come some commercial agreement. But uh, Trump has done nothing wrong in the Southern District of New York, on the other hand. I know the danger uh, of going to trial in any of these jurisdictions uh, where your jury uh, is completely comprised uh, of Trump haters. Uh, Bill Barr gave an interview yesterday where he said, uh, you know, John Durham's going to have an acquittal in that case of Igor Danchenko, essentially not because he doesn't have a strong case, because he does. Uh, but because there is no jury in D.C. who will convict somebody who is anti-Trump, uh, and I think that that is uh, that is true.
1: So, so the, the uh, and, and you can't. I mean, D.C. is the cesspool of all cesspools, and the way that they pick juries makes it very easy for them to avoid those people that would be impartial. And well, as we,
2: in my, in my particular case, the judge ruled that hatred for Donald Trump support for Hillary Clinton uh, previous service in either a Democratic presidential campaign or a democratic administration none of those things could be used to eliminate a juror none of them those those were not grounds to to uh, to eliminate a juror so my lawyers who frankly did not do a great job who I think sold me out either, because they were threatened or because they uh, they were worried about their reputation, I'm not sure which, they offered virtually no defense. I, I After the third day, I asked for permission to fire them and represent myself, and it was denied. Uh, the whole thing was uh, just an extraordinary nightmare, Joe. Uh, but yes, the answer is they make it impossible to get a jury uh, in those jurisdictions that are impartial statistically statistically the most respected pollster i know says that given the makeup of the district of columbia it is impossible to have a jury that doesn't include any non-democrat not even one not one no independents no green party members no republicans no military veterans as i said but people who served in the justice department under barack obama were on the jury People who went to law school with one of the prosecutors in my case, they were allowed to be on the jury. Uh, it boggles the mind.
1: So so how did how did that happen? You guys could go through jury selection. The pool is, what, uh, 40, 50, 60, 70 people? How did you end up with so many people that were basically
2: picked? Because we, we used our preemptive ch- challenges up and we had no more. And we would object to a juror on the base of their political pedigree and the judge would simply overrule them just as after the verdict after i was convicted uh thanks uh to uh mike cernovich uh we learned that the jury forewoman woman had been attacking me and donald trump uh on uh on social media uh, for a year now that's evidence of bias she said under the during jury selection she didn't know anything about my case but she'd been posting about my case on facebook
1: so why the can't judge, they? Why can't they? Why can't they have? Why can't they charge her for that?
2: Because they will never charge them. They is them. Don't you get it?
1: No, I do get I, it. I, no, was, I was asking. Sure, you, uh, sure I
2: could, sure I, could, I could have appealed, and sat in jail for three years waiting for my appeal to come up. I'm not sure how I would have funded the, the lawyers for an appeal sitting in prison, uh, and I probably would have won on appeal because it doesn't matter whether it was jonathan turley the george washington university uh, law professor or whether it's andrew napolitano or whether it's uh, lawrence tribe left to right every major lawyer in the country said mistrial you can't have the jury forewoman lying about the her knowledge of the case and her lack of animus when she's attacked donald trump quote and all of his supporters that would be me when she says on, on twitter all of donald trump's supporters are racists well that that applies to me the judge rules there's no reason to believe that the juror knew that roger stone was a personal acquaintance of donald trump really that means she can't read or she doesn't watch tv
1: (laughs) and and this is why this is the roger stone i love the one that just unfiltered okay so I want to play this. I want to play this video because President Trump was just also uh, sued by the AG of New York, and this is just this was actually posted on Eric Trump's uh, page. But I want to play this because this is this is her basically saying that she's going to go after she's going to do whatever she can to just you know sue Donald Trump. Let's go ahead and play it.
2: Oh, we're going to definitely assume we're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. But it's fueling
1: my soul right now is Trump. It's this illegitimate president. I look forward to going
2: into the office of attorney general every day, suing him and then going home.
1: Let's go ahead and take it down. So, Roger, that's that's the the A.G. of New York.
2: Yeah, proving that she has a predetermined bias. So, in other words, show me the man, and I'll and I'll invent the crime. Uh, this has been an obvious uh, witch hunt. Let's call this witch hunt four um, On the other hand, there is no jury in New York State that won't convict anybody whose last name is Trump despite the fact that I don't think that the Trump organization or anyone there has done anything wrong. The the charges seem to be that he used inflated evaluations to borrow money, which he has completely paid back. Okay? The, the bank either accepts or they do not accept an appraisal. Uh, the appraisal would also affect, you know, the tax calculation. But the bank can can determine their own whether they accept an appraisal or not and if everybody got paid back and everybody did as I understand it who got defrauded nobody Uh, this really shows is and despite his many flaws uh and his many eccentricities Donald Trump is still the strongest candidate for the reform movement uh for the Republican Party in 2024 and they are petrified about that because he's beaten them once he's beaten them twice my opinion uh and they're afraid that he's going to beat them again so they have to disqualify him before the fact they can't allow him to become the nominee it, and in a way the raid in Marlago, which is even more outrageous than what's going on in new york state given the historical record on on uh misuse of classified documents by federal officials uh, and and specifically the disposition and treatment of presidential papers um, it just shows you their level of desperation. they just don't want to face Trump at the at the ballot box again. That's what this is all about.
1: Yeah so they they don't want to face President Trump. But it's it's, it's it's funny you bring up the reformer movement in the Republican Party. There are so many people in the Republican Party, which I call derps, Democrats in the Republican Party, right? It's, it's like twerp, but it's derp. I can get away with it. Social media won't, won't ban me for saying it. But it's a real problem. The Republican Party, holistically, before Donald Trump came along, was filled with people who were obstructionists for people on the left, they were actually controlled opposition. President Trump comes in; we have control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency. And and t- from two thousand seventeen to till, till he got out, they stood in his way. He could have he could have solved a lot of these problems had the people in the Republican Party, the establishment, not stood in his way. And I believe, in large part, the attacks on you and the attacks on on General Flynn happened by people
2: in the Republican Party. Oh, there is no question. Reince Priebus is responsible. Who was a Republican national chairman, later became Donald Trump's first highly unsuccessful chief of staff. He is responsible for the appointment of Rod Rosenstein as the number two man at the Justice Department, who is responsible for the appointment of Robert Mueller. Reince Priebus brought you the Mueller investigation. Yet when Donald Trump goes to Wisconsin, who's on the stage with him but Reince Priebus? Uh, you know, I've had it up to here with Reince Priebus. That's a hype joke because he's short uh, <laughs> the, the, the Republican Party is the problem. In other words, look I have a I have a deep sentimental attachment to the Republican Party of Barry Goldwater and Ronald Reagan uh, and Richard Nixon and Donald Trump. Republicans were fighters in those days. All of those men I just named were outsiders. They were not the first choice of the establishment. Uh, the Republican Party was hijacked post-Reagan uh, by the Bush family, and it became their personal vehicle for enrichment uh, and to uh, move forward uh, the, the One World agenda. The, the, uh, they, they are globalists, major financiers of Planned Parenthood. Before, before that, major uh, financiers of eugenics. Uh, prescott bush uh, george hw bush's father u.s senator from connecticut partner uh at uh, brown brothers harriman adolf hitler's personal banker the, the man who financed the rearmament of germany after world war ii after world one and going into world war ii by the way his partner avril harriman he was busy uh financing the armament of joe stalin and the russians while this was happening uh when i uh, wrote a book called the bush crime family which i commend to you still available uh i found the documents in the national archives that showed that the bank owned by prescott bush was seized by the roosevelt administration because of their assistance to the nazis and thank God I copied those documents because shortly thereafter, Joe, they disappeared from the National Archive entirely.
1: How, how, could, that, how could that be? The Archive is supposed to be forever.
2: Uh, not if you're a left-wing archivist. I mean, none of the archivists are are impartial arbiters or historical experts. They're all hardcore leftists. As you know, erasing our history... Or rewriting our history uh, is the highest possible uh, goal uh, of the globalists. You know, it's part of destructing our society. Among the things they must do is, re- is erase our heritage. As you and I both know, white people are responsible for everything that's wrong in America today.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're 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 not only right, but you're right. The, the the amount of attack. Now I don't get attacked typically. When somebody attacks me, I just, you know, you know frankly, maybe it's because I'm not short. <laughs> Previous joke. Uh, so, but I I don't get attacked. But my by my wife yesterday, Roger. My wife yesterday, we 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 paid for some movers. We were moving, and uh, they treated my wife like dirt. Like dirt, and it wasn't until I came into the equation that the treating her like dirt stopped. And like, oh,
2: this is is a this is a very scary trend on the American left. So violence, uh, public shaming, uh, 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 physical uh, attacks—this is all part of the mix. I mean, I can't just go to the grocery store or go to the drugstore or God forbid, walk through an airport uh, or go to just any restaurant without personal security. That, that's that's a nightmare. I mean, in America, uh, you can't move about freely and not fear for your personal safety. I had an incident uh, uh, leaving Spokane with some lunatic uh, who actually was making threats. You, when you threaten to kill someone in an airport. That's a crime. If you threaten to kill somebody at TSA, which, of course, I would never do, they would arrest you like that. But when I went to the head of TSA and I said, this lunatic over here is threatening to kill me. So he tried to spit on me. Uh, this guy was out of his mind, literally out of his mind. The head of TSA basically said, uh, we're undermanned. I really can't help you. I said, could I at least get an escort to my gate? No, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't spare a man for that. One of the officers, African-American gentleman, stepped up and said, sir, I'll take Mr. Stone to his gate. And he said, no, you stay right where you are. So I I couldn't even get any assistance uh, to get to my gate safely without getting spit on by some lunatic.
0: And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more, and you are concerned about the future, and how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait, call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's eight five five nine six five 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 four five. or 855-965-5545. Or text the word freedom to nine nine eight eight nine nine. Again, that's eight five five nine six five 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 four five. Or text freedom to nine nine eight eight nine nine.
1: Yeah, the uh, second who? the second somebody would have spit on you, and I would have been there. He would have been he would have been picking up the rest of his teeth and drinking through a straw. And I think that's how we have to react to that, right? I mean, this...
2: well, unfortunately, look, I'm Sicilian and I still got quite a punch. But if I hit him, they'd arrest me. We both know that. We both know that.
1: Yeah, so I know that that's the case, but had I been there with you, I'm going to tell you what would have happened, how this would have gone down. <laughs> they they would have assaulted you. I would have just, I would have done this thing called defend you, yeah. and that would have led him to bleed a little bit. And that's not me being violent. That's just me saying that force is going to be necessary in order to stop radical leftists and evil from taking over our society, and people shouldn't be able to threaten to kill you. People should... It, it, and, and and frankly, it's just words. You're right. It's just words. The second you spit on me, you don't know if he has hepatitis. You don't know if he has, you know, AIDS. You don't know if he has some disease that that he can pass on to you. Heck, I have a friend that died in San Francisco because he got bit by a homeless person, and he died literally because he couldn't get rid of the infection for two years. Died of being bit like wow. by a homeless person. So the,
2: the other the other thing that I think is uh, troubling uh, is that that uh, I, I am. Uh, I'm a very good friend of Alex Jones I did a show at infowars.com for 18 months the war room was my show uh my co-hosted the war room with Owen Schroyer who carried that tradition onward uh you now you know where Steve Bannon got the name of his show uh, but that's neither here nor there uh and to this day people say well you were on Infowars therefore you believe at, no sorry wrong i mean i'm on conservative daily i'm proud to be here i'm happy to be here do i agree with everything ever said by any of your other guests no do i agree with them on many things probably do i agree do you and i agree on everything absolutely no. not we have, no we don't we have intellectual disagreements but but so if you if you appear on cnn does that mean you agree with wolf blitzer about anything everything by the way Wolf Blitzer has the worst breath of anyone you've, you've ever met in your entire life. I mean, it, it's, it, you got to like, oh, Wolf, what would you have for lunch? It's, it's bad. But uh, this is the same kind of guilt by association. And I'm going through this in regards to January 6th. So let me be as clear about this as I possibly can. I went to Washington on the 5th. I spoke at a legally permitted event. My comments are protected by the free speech aspects in the First Amendment of the Constitution. I didn't call for violence or insurrection or any illegal action or unlawfulness. Uh, I did question the anomalies and the irregularities in the 2020 election. I have a right to do so. Such actions are not seditious uh, or illegal, and they certainly don't foment violence. On the 6th, I did not go to the ellipse i was not on the ellipse i did not march to the capitol i wasn't at the capitol i uh, for anyone to say that i knew in advance about was involved in or condoned any illegal action on january 6th is categorically false let me go a step further i knew that there was a legal effort To delay the certification of the electoral college but i was not involved in that i never discussed that with anybody who was involved with it never spoke to a senator a congressman a state legislator any lawyer i knew what was going on because i read about it in the media period oh wait you had your picture taken with a member of the proud boys yeah and that proves exactly what what does that prove oh you had a security detail from the oath keepers true you know why because i raised a small amount of money because i don't have the money myself to pay for security because i could not go to dc without some protection when i tried to hire the off-duty cops who had guarded my family during the trial and during the pre-trial motions off-duty dc cops which is perfectly legal, they were unavailable because they'd been called into work. So the so the Oath Keepers offered me a security detail. They were very professional. I couldn't even tell you their names. They weren't allowed to come inside my hotel. I had to meet them out the front door. It was sleeting. Most of them were wearing ski masks. The weather was horrific. They escorted me to a legal event and back from a legal event. End of story.
1: But Roger But that, Roger but that,
2: that doesn't mean that I'm aware of anything they may or may not have been involved in because in America you're innocent until proven guilty but this entire guilt by association oh you had your picture taken with a member of the oath keepers joe i've had my t- picture taken with thousands of people in the last 3 years i'm yeah, but- not responsible for every action past present and future anyone I've ever been photographed with?
1: Roger, I, I, just, have to, I, I just have to say this because I think it's important to talk about. The Oath Keepers have never done anything illegal, terroristic. They have never done anything. The 3%ers haven't done anything illegal or terroristic. The, the Proud Boys haven't done anything illegal or terroristic. And frankly, these groups popped up because people's liberties, basic liberties, were being taken from them. They're people from the community. These are people that just want to stand up and protect their families and protect their homes. So the same way that they have gone after you and they have slandered you, they've slandered me. I'm I'm, I'm a militant leader. You look at Ammon Bundy, right? Who who you? They call him. If you go to his Wikipedia page, they call him a militant. That yeah, man I endorsed, literally. I endorsed,
2: him. I endorsed him for governor when I was in Idaho. He's a he's a good man. He's not a militant. He's a family man. He's a Christian. He's a conservative. Uh, he's a very solid individual. They they would lead you to believe he's some kind of terrorist. He's he's not a terrorist. He's a he's a very good man. I'm not. I don't mean to denigrate individual members of those organizations. Certain individuals are charged with crimes. Yeah, they're innocent until proven guilty. I don't know anything about that. So, for example, in the televised extravaganza of the January sixth committee hearings, a woman named Cassidy Hutchison who I have never heard of in my entire life, says under oath that it is her understanding that President Trump instructed his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, to call Roger Stone and General Flynn on January 5th to find out what was going to happen on January 6th. Joe, that is a lie. I have never spoken to Mark Meadows on the phone in my entire life either has General Flynn. And even if such a call had been made, how would we be able to answer such a question? I had no idea what was going to happen on January 6th, no idea whatsoever. Then she goes on further to say that Meadows, president's chief of staff, was going over to a war room at the Willard Hotel for a briefing and that she convinced him not to go And therefore Stone and General Flynn briefed him on the phone. No such briefing, no such phone call. And if there's a war room at the Willard, that would be news to me. The only room I was in in the Willard was the lobby and my own room, period. And I've checked with General Flynn that he's also not involved in any effort. So that's perjury. She said that under oath. When will she be charged? We both know the answer is never.
1: Well then how do we so I always like to say we need to work the problem. We, we we know these people are liars. We repeat it over and over and over again. They've and I I actually Roger believe this is a small group of people, this is a cabal, this is organized crime. But they have gained traction and the and the the the, the, the apparatuses of media and technology and and they are using those, those apparatuses of media and technology to weaponize against the people, to circumvent things like the First Amendment.
2: That, that, that is absolutely true. They're also abusing the court system. So let, let me understand from the moment uh, that, uh, that I was pardoned, they have waged uh, a war of lawfare against me. At one time, I had as many, my wife and I had as many as 17 civil suits against us all of them groundless, all of them baseless, all of them unsubstantiated, but all of them wildly sensationalized. So when they file the lawsuit, it gets a big splash in the media. Now, six of them have been dismissed in my favor. I now still face 11 of them. Uh, And if you don't pay a lawyer, if you don't mount a defense, well, then then they enter a default judgment against you. So you have no choice there is not a single month that the that the combination of the legal fees that i owe uh, and the non-insured uh uh, cancer therapies that my wife is using to remain campus cancer free vitamin infusions peptides and so on uh, is not greater than the amount of money that i make this month because I'm censored on Facebook, I'm censored on Twitter, I'm censored uh, on Instagram, I'm banned for life in all of those places, selling my books, getting you to watch my podcast. These things are, are not easy. That's why I ask people to go to StoneFamilyFund.com. No, not because I'm a grifter, uh, but because I have been badly damaged by the deep state and I need people's help. And and. and uh, Tens of thousands of patriots and Christians have helped me. So uh, I am grateful for your help. But the fight for me doesn't end the day I was pardoned, unfortunately. And the fact that I am won't just lay down and shut up, the fact that I'm on your show, the fact that I'm on the Reawaken America tour, the fact that I do as many podcasts as I can to get the truth out there, uh, you know, th- this just this just engenders more hatred, more attacks more violence uh it's a never-ending cycle but you know what joe i believe i was spared by the lord for a purpose i think that saved me from my persecutors for a purpose i believe i am doing his will right now today at the show i'm on this show right now because uh the message i get from the lord is speak the truth Keep telling people the truth. So I'm happy to be here.
1: I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, this podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish, they've been a, par- a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's And and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, you're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some Apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like Ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it. But you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, so go to ipvanish.com/slash/daily. Use promo code daily. You do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanish.com/slash/daily. Use promo code daily and claim your seventy percent savings. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because. Um, I was. I didn't know if you wanted to bring it up, but you have you have faced immense personal persecution. But in the middle of this, your wife got cancer,
2: right? Yeah, it's and, it's, and it's, it's, been, it's, it's it's the worst part. Look, I've had four miracles uh, in my in my life, uh, and they've all come in less than two years. First is the is uh, my deliverance from my perse- persecutors uh, when the president commuted my sentence. 48 hours before I was to report to a COVID-19 infested prison far from my home. By the way, the Bureau of Prisons is supposed to put you as close to your home as possible. They put me as far from my home as possible to to create a hardship for my wife and family. Uh, Secondarily, an unconditional pardon. By the way, when you look me up on Google, the fact that I was pardoned is often left out of the story. How could that be? Hmm, That's interesting. Then on January 6th, I never left the grounds of my hotel. Just didn't. I had—I had, I had a, call it a premonition, call it a message from God, call it whatever you want. Um, I wasn't invited. I didn't, never left the hotel grounds. Uh, but the greatest miracle is the fact that shortly after my uh, uh, my pardon, where my wife had absolutely been my rock of support, uh, she was diagnosed with very aggressive stage four cancer. Uh, and the doctors told us that there was not much hope for her uh, and the doctors, thanks to the healing power of Jesus Christ uh, and her openness to, to various therapies, both more traditional and, not, and, and alternative, today she is cancer free. Yes, it is an absolute miracle and I attribute it to our faith in the Lord, but it is not inexpensive uh, and not everything is covered by the little insurance that we had left. So um, this is why I have no choice but to continue to ask people to help our family. You can do it by going to stonefamilyfund.com and God bless you for it if you can.
1: Well, we'll definitely contribute to you for sure as an organization. Um, I, I want we're, we're almost out of time, Roger, but I want I want to be able to pray with you, pray for you and I want everybody to be able to hear it. Um, where can people listen to your podcast? I already know the answer to this question, so it's a rhetorical question, it's, but I want to—I want everybody to know when and where they can actually listen to you live. All
2: right. So we are on, uh, we are at frankspeech.com, first of all, every day at 4 o'clock Central, 5 o'clock Eastern, at Lindell TV 2. So you can watch a rerun of The War Room on Lindell TV 1 if you wish, or you can scroll down to the second screen uh, where, I, where I'm on Lindell TV 2, and I think your show is on directly after mine, which is, uh, it's a great place to be. I'm glad that we're together. Uh, That is also, uh, you can get that on Spotify, Hulu, Google TV and elsewhere. Uh, Much of this is being retooled. If you want to keep up with me, StoneZone.com, StoneZone.com. It is still in reconstruction, but it is really coming along. It's not quite. Where we want it to be um, we're making some major changes but you can get uh, your classic Roger Stone did nothing wrong t-shirts in the store you can get your copy of the signed presidential pardon like you have Joe in the store you can even get a a uh, a Roger stone if you're not familiar with that that's a stone signed by Roger Stone there it is a stone <laughs> with my name on it this is not a weapon this is not be thrown anybody it's a, a- This is a paperweight. It is sold strictly as a paperweight. Get yours at StoneZone.com in the store.
1: Now, Roger, I got to tell you, uh, you said it's not a weapon unless your name's David and you're fighting Goliath, and then that stone might actually become a weapon.
2: Uh, Well, uh, some some people are familiar with the Kim Clement prophecy. Uh, Kim Clement was a a great prophet uh, who said that the giant would be taken down uh, by a stone. He said, remember that name. Remember that name. When we were in Idaho, Kim Clement's daughter, Donna Petruska Clement, gave me a Bible that belonged and was signed by Kim. He said, I treasure this. He's gone through it in his time and underlined his side notes and so on. Uh, this is something I, I can't really put it down since I got it. It's, uh, it's truly inspirational. Joe, we only got a little time here. Let's pray.
1: All right. Father God, I want to thank you for Roger Stone. I want to thank you for his faithfulness. I want to thank you for his courage, his commitment to truth. Father, I want to thank you for giving him stamina. I want to thank you for his wife, who is his rock. I want to thank you for the opportunities that you've put in front of Roger Stone. I want to thank you for his effective voice and for his ability to be an ambassador of truth. Father, we are we are in some some difficult times. I won't call them hard, I'll call them difficult. And so in this time I would ask you to strengthen Roger Stone. I would ask you to strengthen his family, to protect his heart and his mind, to guard him and give him the opportunity to have joy, to have peace to be able to enjoy the things of life while he is and continues to be in this fight. Father, I would just ask you to bestow upon him the wisdom and the path forward to lead men, lead men specifically, that they may operate, encourage, become ambassadors of truth, stand up for what's right, have the humility to operate in a place of unity, to, to stay focused on the mission. Father, I would just ask you to give those things to Roger that allows him to become that voice for you Of restoration in our community but also to lead men father father i would ask you to bestow healing upon roger's wife i would ask you to make sure that you that you protect her protect her protect her ability to protect roger and their family father i would ask that you would put a hedge of protection around roger that as he travels that he may travel in peace Father God, we, there are so many things to be discovered. There's so many th- truths that need to be told. And yet we, we run into these roadblocks with media and technology. So Father, I would just ask you for something bold. And that is for you to break the binds of media and technology, to open up the hearts of those people that would do evil, the misguided ones that are in those environments, that they may stand clear with a clear conscience and may stand forward and represent truth. That they may find the courage in themselves not to be conflicted, but to come alongside and do the right thing in order to protect the people, not just in this country, but around the world that'll suffer if this nation falls. Father, we, we, we ask for forgiveness that, our, that, our, that, that we did not plow our field. We did not pay attention to, to the fruits that come out of our field. And we are dealing with massive amounts of problems in the school system against our children, uh, against our society, the, the massive amount of lies that the devil has told and take a grip on people in our society, Father. So I would just I, I, I would just say, just please forgive us. But we are here now, and I would ask you to just turn the hearts of men. Give them the courage that they can stand in the gap and do the right thing, stand in a place of interposition, stand next to Roger Stone, stand next to those that are standing for the greater good, of our society and our nation father help us to come to that place of restoration thank you again father i ask for all of these things humbly and boldly in the name of jesus christ amen
2: amen very very well done joe if nothing else works out you can always become a pastor
1: (laughs) you know since i've been praying on this show i have to tell you it has been i have the a great amount of weight has been lifted off my shoulders and um You know frankly i feel like that uh, you can't take it with you and nobody makes it out of this life alive but the thing that god judges you by is character and you're a man of great character so i just thank you for your commitment i thank you for your courage and i thank you for staying just true to who you are and the truth
2: well freedom from fear comes only through faith can't come any other way and when you get to the point where you realize that everything is is controlled by him and you put your full faith in the lord you become free of fear. That's where I am today. I fear nothing because I'm here to do his work. God bless you, Joe, and thanks for having me.
1: God bless you. Roger Stone, everyone. That was a great interview. Go back and listen to it if you if you didn't listen to it. Again, I want to reiterate a couple of things. There's a couple of questions that came up when I was in this group, and that is the Roger Stone tapes. It is not something that he—I th- want you to think for yourself. Why? Why? Why would he say anything like that? Why? What would, be the, what would be the gain in going and speaking to people that he, he barely knows? I mean, here is a man that was persecuted in the, one of the most uh, satanic parts of the entire country, Washington, D.C. One of the most hateful, divisive, disgusting cesspools in the United States. It happens to be our nation's capital. Why in the world would he entrust anything? Why would he say anything about President Trump to people that he does not know? Knowing the Michael Cohens of the world. I I wanna tell you that all of the good people in this country that have stood up have been lied about by people like the Daily Beast. They've been lied about these radical leftists who, by the way, are only looking for clicks. They get paid to create controversy. They get paid to to create bad things for other people. They get paid to lie about people. Why would would any of you believe the lies that they tell? And why would someone throw away a 42 year relationship with a man? Why would he do it? Why why would he throw away his relationship with with President Trump? Why, Why would he be so careless as to say something even in anger to people that he barely knows? Well, I can tell you right now, I I, I don't confide in many people. I don't have a lot of trust for humanity. I love the Lord. I love Jesus. I love all the things and opportunities that, that God has given me. The fact that He took this poor kid and He gave him the opportunity to have just an incredible life. And when Roger Stone talks about things like what happened in his life and that, hey, you know, he chased fast women in cars and, you know, drank wine. I got to tell you, I grew up with nothing. So that little bit of success in my life led to a part of my life that I've been very clear with you guys about. I I loved to play in my 20s. Loved it. I was bigger than I was larger than life. Super successful, larger than life. And it wasn't until Jesus came to me and said, "Look, I gave you these talents for a reason. I gave you these talents to serve the Lord." Not, not to do things to shun him. I gave you opportunity because I wanted you to be a leader among men, to lead them to righteous not, righteousness, not lead them to iniquity. I gave you opportunity and I chose you to walk this path. So I need you all to understand something. When you become an ambassador of truth, when you speak truth, it is super important that you set aside your judgment of others as if you know the heart of men. There are times that I stand up and I say things, and I want to clean this up a little bit. Heidi Gadol in Colorado stood up and said, and I said I was going to do this, stood up and said, I believe the election that Biden was legitimately elected. Now, I don't know the heart of Heidi Gadol, but I know the person Heidi Gadol. Giddell, Giddell, sorry, Giddell. I've met with her. My anger towards those comments are directly related to what I have sacrificed to, to seek truth. And the fact that walking this line is not something I would do. I would never walk a line where I allowed a lie to grow anything out of the ground on my land. But what I shouldn't have said is that she lied. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that we have to stand against her because she doesn't believe what I believe. I believe that her fight is larger than this. We have to get rid of, of, of Jared Polis in Colorado. I believe that he's done an immense amount of harm to our children. I believe Democrats and Republicans both believe that. I believe that, that Heidi has been a good person, not involved in politics, that has stood firmly in her belief that she can do greater good for the state of Colorado. I also believe that the Democrats are at the end of the rope. I also believe that they're going to try and steal the election. So I I need to do my part to tell you the truth. If you're in Colorado, let me just tell the truth. I would love for a third-party candidate to win. I would love it. I would love it. I would love for us to break the binds of the Democrat and Republican. But let's be honest. It's not possible right now. We haven't set up the right apparatuses for that to happen. We don't have the right funding tools in place. And anything short of electing someone who, by the way, I do not believe is the lesser of two evils. I don't believe Heidi Genall is the lesser of two evils. I believe as a person she ran a successful business. I believe that she has operated with humility. I believe she is doing the right things. And guys, you might not agree with this. You might say, Danielle, we gotta, we got to elect Danielle. I'm, I'm going to have a conversation with Danielle. I'm going to say that, look, if we operate an ego, and this is not just a Colorado problem, this is across the nation, because we lack trust in the fundamentals of the GOP in nearly every state. Roger Stone talked about it. But we have to regroup. We have to find out who is and is not on our side. We know that the Colorado GOP chair, Christy Burton-Brown, is not a good person, has not told the truth, didn't tell the truth about working with FEC United, did not. A simple truth. Just tell the truth about this. Another candidate that ran for school board did not tell the truth. But we have to give we have to give the fertile ground a chance to see what kind of fruit comes from that tree. And right now the GOP candidate is Heidi Genall, And people will say, well, they cheated. Maybe. Maybe they did the, the math and said that they had a better chance of 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 polis beating Heidi than beating. Lopez, maybe I should have stayed in the race when that was nominated for governor. Maybe that should have happened, but but the reality of it is it didn't happen, and the candidate in Colorado is Heidi Gagnon. And so I'm going to say here right now: one, I, I should not have attacked Heidi. I shouldn't have done it because I cannot stand in a place where I divide those that I know they may they may get compromised. She may. But right now, I I haven't seen that. I've just seen someone that has stood up and said, based on the pressure, based on the GOP, which, by the way, funds the governor race, that these are the things you can and cannot say. These are the things you can and cannot support. These are the things that you need to walk away from. Keep in mind, the GOP is exactly like the radical left. But if we are going to kill the cancer, we have to put people in place where we can allow them the tools and allow them the opportunity to kill that cancer. So I'm going to say it on this show. The person that I would support for governor of Colorado is going to be Heidi Ganahl. That is the person you need to elect. I sat with 25 Democrats yesterday, and they asked me the question, who are you going to support for governor? And I said, Heidi Ganahl. And some of you will say, how do you not support Danielle? Because Danielle is not the candidate for the GOP. Do I feel like she was cited? Yes, I do. Do I feel like that's Heidi's fault? No, I don't. I don't. But we have to be... I don't have to be the realistic person to say that you have to give up one in order to get the other. But we have to start war-rooming as people and stop being individually strong and be strong collectively. I told you it's going to take force for us to save our nation. I truly believe that. Roger Stone has stood consistent in his character and all now... He gets attacked by Daily Beast and the sentiment drops for Roger Stone, and people walk around because they read a headline and said, oh, Roger Stone's bad. The same thing can be said for what we're doing in our country to eat our own and in our communities. Look, I am very clear on the people that I think are just out there for themselves, who have sacrificed nothing that just run their mouth. But in this case, when we talk about the Colorado issue, we've got to recapture the hearts and minds of people in the community in order to beat back what is happening with the radical left and aligning us with what's happening in California or it's hopeless. So agree with me or disagree with me. And some of you will disagree with me like this. Oh, Joe, I can't believe you said that. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. I can believe I said it. I had to apologize on air. A hundred thousand people are going to listen to this and a hundred thousand people are going to be like, "Whoa." Now Joe supports Heidi. Well, what about Danielle? Well, Danielle will have her chance. I promise you, she is a rising star in listening to people. But now she's been demonized as well. took a picture with Jared Polis. All of a sudden, she's the Antichrist. Roger Stone just said, careful who you associate with, or you can't be guilty by association. I took a picture with Polis when I was the... Finalist for Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year, something you had to do. I had a long conversation with him. seems like a nice enough guy if we weren't talking about politics and the reality of stuff. Doesn't mean I support him. I don't like him at all. I think he has no character. But that's my feeling, that's my belief. We're going to have to stand together in order to beat back the devil. Eyes up, heads forward, go towards mission. With that said, we do have a facts blast today. That I, and you're welcome to send me emails and, and talk to me about this, talk me through it. But that's where I am. That's my endorsement. Gestapo Garland gets a win. Appellant judge rules Trump probe can continue. This, again, is just another of the radical left. The political circus surrounding Gestapo Garland's raid at Mar-a-Lago is unprecedented and overly, overtly political. We all see it. You can't pretend that you're, you're seeking justice, but your track record is terrible. Your narrative is dead. Your reputation, reputations are finished. Since 2015, rather than engage in governance, you, will, you, you were sent to the nation's capital to do. You've engaged a fabricated investigations, partisan witch hunts, and two embarrassing impeachment trades that revealed yourselves to the American people. This has cost the American people a fortune and time and treasure, and you will be held account to account. The majority of the country agrees with Judge Cannon's ruling that the Biden regime needs oversight on this probe, but the majority opinion of the country should have, a zero, should have zero weight. Justice is supposed to be apolitical. and 2022 America, most is it most definitely is not. You, as the public-appointed keepers of the Constitution, are squarely to blame for that. Everything the administration has done is a complete and total failure to the American people. From the failed Afghanistan withdrawal that left 13 service members dead, to the unprecedented stagflation that makes us choose between food and prescriptions. The Biden administration is a disaster both abroad and at home. Your oath may not mean anything to you, but it means a hell of a lot to us. So we have a remedy. And again, everything, when you're working the problem, you gotta have a remedy. You gotta put something in front of them that gets them to enact or at least think about, to stimulate their ability to seek remedy for the American people. So you're supposed to serve as a check and balance on the executive branch. Investigating the origins of the Biden regime's classified document probe, and begin holding this regime accountable. Remember your oath and do your job. I'm going to tell you. If you're a member, we have lots of members that are not sending the message to Congress. I need you to send the message to Congress every day. You can change it, change the message. I need you to send it. I need you to sign up. I need you to be a ambassador of truth. And you'd say, "Well, they're not listening anyway." That is foolish. That's like saying, "I'm not going to go outside and plant any seed because it's not going to grow, because it's not going to rain." We water the ground. We destroy the the weeds. We get rid of the evil and we watch as our fruits of our labor grow. But if you do not speak, you do not have a voice. They've already stolen your voice at the ballot box. We're gonna to have to break all sorts of records in order to make sure that they hear your voice at the ballot box. Don't also do them the disservice of being able to be in this echo chamber of, oh, what, what the lobbyists are talking about is what the American people want. That's just not true. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We will be on tonight, hopefully with Cash Patel, I I say hopefully because the last two times he's missed, uh, we will know probably 10 minutes before and I'll tell people right before, right? I mean, I think that's what we're going to do.
0: He was, uh, I confirmed him again this morning. He was confirmed last night. He was confirmed this morning. So uh,
1: I'll keep everyone updated. But as far as we know, he will be on this evening. And this, this evening will be fire. It will be a fire interview with Cash Patel. In the meantime, God bless you all. Get on your knees and pray. Pray for our country. Pray for our nation. Pray for the leaders. Pray for President Trump. Pray for Roger Stone. Pray for those people that people are taking shots at. Pray for me. I'll take every prayer that you send my way, and I can feel it. God bless you all. See you tonight.
0: If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey.